Into. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. We're talking about the current state of the world and the church versus the church and what's going on. Go back and listen to last week's show. You can find it on uh, any podcast channel, Pandora, Spotify, Apple, um, all of it. It goes to eight separate podcasts, whatever podcast you like to listen to, and this radio show is on there. But it, we it's 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 on ktym.net every Sunday night at seven thirty, so you can hear it, re-listen to it. But faith comes by hearing, and you know what happens is people say, "I heard you when you was on the radio the first time." I ain't got to go back and listen to it. Listen, you need to binge listen. I binge listen from time to time. I just stop everything and listen to somebody who's preaching in a place and in a subject matter that where I need to stretch forth my faith to change my mind to be more like Christ. Okay. John chapter uh, three, verse 30 says what, man? This is Madam Evangelist. She is Madam Evangelistic in two different languages. Can you read that and say it in Spanish? John chapter three, verse 30 says he must increase, but I must decrease. Okay, can you say that in Spanish? Uh, I don't know all the words, but él mas uh, arriba y yo debe bajo. But it's not the same as decrease. Go ahead. Yippee-yee. She's, ministers to, she's a great friend to the Spanish people have been since the day I knew her. God sent her to uh, Evangelist Blanche to Mexico to work with the orphan kids that were down in Manejidero. Uh, is that that where it was? Yeah. Baja California, Manejidero. Uh, yeah, Manejidero. And as her pastor, I sent her there. And she was thrown into a whole different culture. And I'm, I can only imagine how you go to a foreign country and you really can't speak. To, could you speak the language then? Not that much. Not that much. Well, thank God the Spanish is, if you if you apply it, is a pretty easy um Pretty easy language to pick up, especially the basic rudiments and comedas, food, and you know, you can say comida, comida, and hand signals. <laughs> and you, can, <laughs> you might find your way to, you can say agua, I guess what you might find your way to, to some food and water, <laughs> which we all need. And baño. Banyo and banya, uh-huh. See, I know that. Uh, I is girls and O is men's. Okay, it's men or men. Okay. Banyo, if you're a man and you ask for the banya, they're going to look at you crazy. They're going to look at you crazy. But anyway, that having been said, we <laughs> read it again. I want you to read it again. Okay. John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Now, our whole subject matter and I've been preaching on this for a year now, okay? And 
he must increase and I must decrease. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that God wants your health to decrease? No. Does it mean he wants your money to decrease? No. Does it mean he wants your the, the, the amount of wisdom that you operate in your life to decrease? No. He wants your soul and to decrease to a place where he has total access to your soul to, re, to renovate it. And then, see, the soul is the intermediary between the body and the spirit. Your spirit is already saved. It's already sanctified. It's it's everything. What has the sanctification process has to leak over into your soul. Your thinking, your stinking thinking, gets you in trouble. It's the information that you take in through your ear and eye gate. Jesus said to be very careful what you hear and what you see, because it will pollute your soul. It will plant a seed, and if you don't repent and get it out, it'll 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 start to grow in you. Unclean desires will begin to grow in you. So your soul has to be renovated. It has to be. And I gave this uh, at ninety eight fifteen South Vermont. Uh, last Saturday, we meet there every Saturday at 930 it's a, and it's live on YouTube. So you can either go to YouTube or you can come and visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue. That's the Do-Right Christian Church. That's not the name of our ministry. Our ministry is Warden National Ministries because I'm an apostle. But that's the church that we rent and we have control of it from uh, from 8 until 1 o'clock every Saturday. But from 930 to 10.30, I'm bringing the word. Okay, you can come there. One, if you listen to it on YouTube, go to YouTube right now and subscribe. Apostle Chris Ward, Voice of Dominion, and subscribe right now. Okay, you're gonna be getting the absolute truth. And so, you know, one of the he's he's saying you have to decrease so he can increase. It's, it's a good way of, of looking at it. Is David said, "Thou has anointed my head with oil, and my cup runneth over." Okay. Now, the oil represents the anointing of God. The let me put it to you this way: there are three three basic steps that need to take place. One, you have to start operating in faith. Two, you have to start speaking the word with an anointing, not just speaking the word. It's a lot of Christians that babble through Scripture; they in trouble. Lord, you said you said if I ask anything, you would do it. Okay, but there's no anointing on that. You have to meditate that word until it gets down in your spirit. And what happens is the word is this in, in I think it's Ephesians chapter six, uh, is the sword of the spirit. And the sword can be likened to a scalpel. And it will go inside your soul and do internal operating. Getting, it's just like getting your teeth clean. Okay, they got these little these little metal tools and scalpels. They go up under the gum to get that plaque off. Where did it come from? What you've been seeing and hearing, what's in your DNA, what's in your blood, and what the external part of the world is throwing at you every day. You can't listen to too much of it. Now, the Bible says you have to work out your own salvation. That is... Somebody said, well, how much? Well, if you spend six hours looking at TV and you spend 15 minutes quoting the scripture, that's not going to be enough time because the water cleanses. David said that thou has anointed my head with oil. So he's gone from faith and trust in God to anointed. But then my cup runneth over is the glory part. See, you have to put your soul in a place where his cup is running over on the inside of you. 
is running over on the inside of you and his scalpel, which is the word of God, is constantly recleaning you every day. Imagine how, how beautiful your teeth would be if you got them cleaned every day by a professional. Wow, you'd have a brilliant smile. If every every time, you know, I need to get me some, uh, uh, I need a couple implants, okay, and I'll be headed that way this year. But I also need uh, what they call that Smile Direct. Y'all send me some Smile Direct. Send me a, a donation to Ward International P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California. I'm, I'm, I'm shouting you out. You, see, you only send me 10 emails and 10, 10 calls every week trying to get my business. I just haven't had time to, to go through the process and go to the lab and go through all that. But anyway, and my teeth are not drastically displaced uh, where some of the teeth came out. I want them to be tighter so I get my implants. When I put my implants in, all of them are going to be in the ducts in a row. But you have to decrease so he can increase. When David recognized that his cup runneth over, he realized he was living in the glory of God. He was a miracle going somewhere to happen. Every obstacle that came across him, he mashed it. Whew. Hallelujah. He started with David and Goliath. He started with Goliath. Little shepherd boy, a teenager, estimated about 17 years old. Okay. Little shepherd boy. And the Israel army was getting run, and Goliath was beating his chest like King Kong, saying, man, y'all is sad. We're going to beat y'all up. We're going to take all your goodies. And guess what? You ain't got nobody can stand against me. And the uh, the Holy Spirit, had his father moved him to take his brother some food because they was in a war. And he saw this. He said, who, who is this, unfil- this uncircumcised Philistine? Who who dis, disgruntles the the army of the Lord who's disgracing our God Jehovah? Ooh 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 ooh! <laughs> I'm happy. I feel it. Nothing. Hallelujah! You got a God that brings victory. And the Bible said he ran out. He he filled up his slingshot because he was a shepherd. He hit some of them wolves and some of them some of them lions in the head. With a, with a nice rock. They still, th- listen, they still slingshotting rocks over in the Middle East right now. They doing it over there in Palestine. Right now, they slinging rocks. They, they, some of them, they shooting bombs, too. That's the other thing. But the poorest people of the upheaval, they, they, they still slinging rocks. When they demonstrate, they, they break out windows and they hit you in the head with the rock. If you, if you ain't got a helmet on, you get bust up. Okay. Slinging rocks. And he hit that. Bible said that he put some stones in that thing. And one of them stones hit Goliath went through the It went through his skull just between the center of his eyes. I mean, you know, think about that. Here's a 12 foot man with a head the size of uh, uh, a five gallon water water bucket. Okay. And he put a stone right between his eyes and it went into his brain and killed him. I'd like to see the dust that that somebody that size, when he hit the ground, the dust was flying. Okay. And the Bible said David went and stood upon him and took his head off. What? Boy, y'all better know your God is a truly victorious government. So that's a terrible visit. No, you better take that devil's head off. Now our warfare is 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 not carnal now, okay? We fight with the weapons of God, which is the name, the word, the power that's in the blood, prayer. 
The word of God. That's how we fight it. Okay. But it'll still take that devil's head off. So we got to decrease so that the, God can get to the place where our cup runneth over. Our cup runneth over. Okay, let's go to Psalms 23. Thank you, Lord. You said it. I believe it. I receive it. Psalms 23. Psalm. This is, you know, my auntie, I got into it with her on the phone one time. I said, auntie, are you reading your Bible every day? Well, I read the 23rd Psalms every day. I said, well, you know, they got another 100 and, 100 and I think it's 150 Psalms. They got another 149 Psalms. Why don't you read some more, some more of them? Boy, you know, I was like, oh, Lord, it's, it's on and popping, boy. Listen here. Yeah. <laughs> Auntie got a little, her, her, her feathers got a little ruffled. and But I wrestled with her because I love her because I want her to live. And she's doing really well. She came through some trying times. Her husband passed away, and I ministered to her. And, and we send her money from time to time. And I, more, the most greatest thing I did, she had gotten ill, and, and I drove to California during the middle of the pandemic because I couldn't get an air, 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 air flight. And she went into emergency care and, and assistance, and then into assisted living home. I said, man, I went and had uh, communion with her. And guess what? God is good. She recovered. But I was wrestling with her. Read Psalms 23, 1. Verse 1, Psalms 23. A Psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay, so the Lord is, when the Lord is your shepherd, he'll take you places where you don't have no more needs. Hello. This says, I shall not want. Now, everybody in this world have needs and they have wants and they, they are two separate piles. Okay. You need water to drink every day. You need food. You need rent to cover your head if you're going to live a partially normal life. You need shoes for your children to go to school. You need school supply. You have needs and you have wants. I want a 30-room mansion. <laughs> I want a new Mercedes paid for. See the, see the difference? The wants are a lot bigger than the needs. Okay. <laughs> And every every man and woman got some. They got some stuff that they want. That's that's. I won't say outside their imagination because if they say they want it, it's already in their imagination. They believe it's possible. Now the acquisition of that is two separate things. You gonna need to, in most cases. You gonna need the supernatural power of God to get that. Your cup gonna need to be running over. Read verse two for me. He that maketh. He, excuse me, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Stop right there. Now, that is a picture of peace and supply. He making me to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures, if you can imagine a farm and you got 3,000 head of cattle and it's spread out over five square miles of of watered land and the cows is they're gonna make that good organic beef because they just eating grass all this grain and stuff that they feed them and all that guess what and in there you got if you got a green pasture you got to have some water for it okay there's got to be some babbling brooks you know people like to fish and people got they got the hip boots and everything. They get in the brook and they just at peace. They just throwing it out there. If they don't catch nothing, man, they, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people want to catch something. But guess what? They don't really know how to fish. My my nephew can fish, boy. I remember he came to Dayton, Ohio, and the Miami River that ran adjacent to where we live at, one of the most polluted rivers because they had all these um, 
they had the water purification plant and they had all these factories and stuff that was dumping stuff in there. And he caught a cart that had three eyes. I'll never forget it. Oh my gosh. Now think you have a good fisherman, you gotta be. And I say, man, he threw it back in there. I was like, yeah, throw it back in, man. Nobody want to look at that thing, man. This thing is all them them, them chemicals and stuff. And, and I guess he was born with three eyes, and that thing was big too, man. Well, like a little tiny one. It was a big old cart, and he threw it back in there. But imagine you laying and you in a brook, and you just and sometimes, you know, if you fishing, and you got your rod out there, and you got your nice comfortable seat. You could just sit, and next thing you know, you sleep. You're at rest. You have peace. And all you hear is, you hear a little babbling brook. See, God want to take you to a place where you have peace. And he can't do that if you leave him out the equation. He said, I make it thee. Read that again. Verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, the revelation that came to me here and even in, in other passages, God has a staff, a rod, and a scepter. The scepter is symbolic for his supernatural, sovereign, okay, dominion which is in each and every Christian that's ever been born. How you manifest that in this world, that's what we're dealing with right now. But he, he took the staff to make, he said, he maketh me to lie down. Now, a good shepherd that has a staff, you know, sheep are some of the dumbest animals in the whole world. Oh, my God. He t- you, If you watch and go back and see some of the old movies, some of the old biblical movies, and when you see sheep herders, they got the staff and they're constantly poking the sheep to lead them, to get them to go where they want them to go. See, God's staff will lead you beside still water to green pastures and he leads you beside still waters. Read verse three for it. He restoreth my soul. He- Stop right there. Now, before we get to the next verses, your soul has to be restored. Your imagination, your will, your emotions, your mind, conscious, and subconscious. Subconscious mind is where you store everything. The conscious mind is what you're seeing and hearing on a regular basis that will go into the subconscious mind that will that will that will affect your imagination and could put you emotion could possibly make you emotionally imbalanced. The information that you're taking in. What are you meditating on? If you're meditating on fear and doubt and unbelief, if you're meditating on poverty, lack, and shortage, then time, it will make you mentally incapable. What happens is actually your brain's chemical processes are changed, and it causes you to be chemically imbalanced, your your brain to be chemically imbalanced, which throws off all of your thinking. All of the decisions you make out of that are bad. He restores my soul. Okay, read that second part B of that. He, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He, he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Okay, now, he, he, he has to restore your soul before he can lead you into the path of righteousness. You, before you are able to use the name of Jesus with any authority or any power, soul restoration is necessary. Okay, and this is where most Christians miss. This is where most pastors miss it. Their their soul is not restored. They still got soul ties and and negative stuff that's in them. They've never been told. Their soul hasn't been restored. 
And you're going to have some new stuff that you need to be restored next next week. Okay? Next week is going to be some old stuff that happened in your life based on this, this time that we live in that you need to be restored from. So this is an ongoing process. This doesn't just happen when you get saved for the first time or when you first receive the Holy Spirit evidence by speaking in other tongues. It's an ongoing, it's a wheel going around. He restored my soul. He Now he can lead you into the paths of righteousness, which is what? Let's look at this. what this word righteousness means. I looked this up. Equity. Right. Equity. Prosperity. Put you in a place where now the kingdom of God can, can manifest in your life. See? Read verse 4 for me. Verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, there it is. they comfort me. See, there's the rod and the staff. The rod is for your enemies. It's not supposed to be for you. The Bible says that all of God's blessings are yea and amen. Okay, the rod is for your enemies. It's for that devil. It's for this wicked man out here that's going to try to kill you, steal you, and destroy you. As a minion of the devil. Okay, read that again. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So God will show up in times. I, oh, man, I, I'll never forget this. I was looking at um, Joni Talk uh, on Daystar, and they had a pastor there who had gone through a car wreck. And they had these three women on the show with Joni, and they was asking questions. And he, at the time he had the car wreck, he was not a pastor. This took place over 25 years ago. He was not a pastor. He is a pastor now. And I begged the question if God had been wrestling with him to be a pastor. Well, God was not responsible for his, his rod did not cause him to be in an accident with a, with a, with a trailer truck that was carrying seven cars that ran a light and hit him and his wife. His wife had to have her face redone twice, totally. All the bones and, and everything in it had to have her face pulled off and reconstructed twice. And he had a twin son that died. One of the rods on the wood that holds the cars in came through the rear window and impaled him in the back of the brain, and he was dead. Okay, now they took him to the hospital, but his his spinal cord was broken right at the base of the brain. So for all intents and purposes, he was dead. And how they recovered from that. Can you imagine that? God's rod will never do that to you. Don't don't you let them tell nobody, this is God, he was mad at me. No, 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 no. He already forgave you. Through his death, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You allowed that to happen, or somebody broke the law. You know, I heard a, um, a preacher, a very prominent preacher, it was um, Creflo Dollar, was saying that he was getting ready to take a trip. He had been invited to speak somewhere, and the guy told him, said, Don't go. And he said, Well, Lord, I've, I've already, you know, I guess they sent him an offering and had made his travel arrangements and all that for him to go speak. And the Lord kept saying, Don't go. And he went anyway. Ended up in a, in, somebody ran through an intersection and, and broadside the car where he was at. And I'm not sure if, if I remember all the details to the story. There were, one person was critically injured, and I think one passed away or was critically injured, and he came out with some minor stuff. So God's rod, 
his staff protected him even though he was disobedient. See, all of your sins, past, present, and future are protected. But when you when you knowingly are going against the staff, he was trying to tell him don't go because he knew this was going to happen. So that could be the situation with the other with the other pastor. See, his rod and his staff will comfort me. And he was talking about how the only way he made it through, because when he looked over at his wife, her the entire front part of her face and skull was mashed like mashed potatoes. They showed a picture of it. I was thinking, man, they on a spiritual show showing these kind of pictures. Make Frankenstein look like a, a, a cartoon. And she was laying there and no nose, no eye sockets, her jaw, her teeth hanging out of her mouth, blood just running everywhere. And I was thinking, oh my God, y'all showing that? That's some gory stuff to look at. But they came through it. They came through it. And the other twin... You know, they had fought about it in the back of the in the back of the car that they was in, who was gonna sit in the center so they could look out the window. And the one twin had set his brother behind his dad so he couldn't see what was going on. They were they were up in the country, they were going fishing, they were up in the hills somewhere in Arizona, and this truck ran through this light. And he blamed himself for moving his brother over there because his brother died and he was thinking his whole life, he, he, he guilt. See, guilt, you got to let stuff go. The blood of Jesus has, has empowered you to let stuff go. Yes, people hurt you. Yes, situations, places, persons, and things. But you got to let it go. Otherwise, it will continue to hurt you. By hanging on to that stuff, you're not hurting nobody else. You're hurting yourself because... You cannot be constantly meditating on something negative and be in faith. It's impossible. It's fears, doubts, unbeliefs, witchcraft. What was it? What was his unbelief? If I had not only just moved my brother over there, it should have been me. And he grew up and became drug afflicted as a result of that and had mental problems as a result. Of that we just talked about in the last show about you being um, you being affected by circumstances, fears, doubts, and unbelief. His imagination was, because he, he, when he looked over at his brother, he saw him with his head half hanging off. And that, that's a terrible vision. That's a terrible shot to have to have. And you now you feel responsible for it. It should have been you. But in the end, the mother, who was critically hurt, was in the hospital and the father had broke his collarbone and had a, had a broken arm and he came to see his wife and she asked him, she said, how's, how's, how's my baby? And he didn't say nothing and she, she screeched because she knew that her son didn't make it. And she kept saying to the Lord, Lord, I just want to see him one more time because she, they allowed her two hour pass. Okay, she was in a body cast and had a face you know, all these bandages and stuff. And they delayed the funeral as long as they could so that she could say goodbye to him, but the casket was closed. And she never got a chance to say goodbye to her son before he passed away. Okay. And as a result of that, she kept saying to the Lord, her prayer was, I just need to see him one more time and say goodbye. And she had this open vision there was a knock at the back door and it was her son at the, at the age that she was. And she said, Oh, you came back to see me. 
She said, Mommy, stop worrying. I'm with God. We're going to see each other again. Heaven is wonderful. And from that period on, his rod and his staff did comfort that family, just like he'll do with you. Um, we're going to go into our to our our prayer right now. I'm going to turn the evangelist loose on you. Go get him, evangelist. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, If thou shalt confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with your heart you believe and are justified, and with your mouth you confess and are saved. So we're going to make a say a prayer for you to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, repeat after me, Dear God, forgive me for my sins. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus, come into my heart, live inside of me. Be Lord over my life. Fill me with your power, the Holy Spirit overflowing. Give me dreams and vision of my purpose of why God created me. Amen. 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 So don't forget to visit us on YouTube every uh, every Saturday at 930. You can visit us there. Uh, you're looking for Apostle Chris Ward, Voice of Dominion. I want you to hit the view channel and all the messages that we preached prior to this. And it's going to be in the same frame here are there. And we want you to click and subscribe. And then we want you to, to, to tune in every Saturday. But if you can't make it Saturday at 930 when we're live, that recording will be there. And I want you to Send that recording to as many people that's in your contacts. If I did that on my phone, it'd be about 8,000 people that would be get, get their contact. And so we love you with the love of the Lord. This is the Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. These This show can be heard again on Spotify, Instagram, um, Instagram, oh Lord, uh, all of the podcast channels, Apple, Pandora, Spotify, Anchor FM. We love you with the love of the Lord. This is the Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. 